test, test, test. <laughs> test, test, test. <laughs> Hey everybody, welcome to Not All Bad, where every cloud has a silver lining, but that doesn't mean you can't complain about it. I'm your quarantine boy, Zach Andrews. I'm your uh, quarantine boy hat trick, Paul Messman, over here. Yeah, so uh, I have coronavirus, <laughs> and I'm uh, I've been in my my I've been in I've spent almost the entirety of the last seven days in this room, uh, which is not only my office where I work from home, but also yeah. uh, where my computer is, where I play from home, and also where I record the podcast and edit it. So I'm going to be in here for uh, a few more hours in the foreseeable future. <laughs> and I, <laughs> if y'all remember, I believe at the beginning of the last episode, I was laughing because I was kind of back in quarantine because my roommates got COVID. <laughs> and and if you listen back to the episode, you probably heard a bit of cockiness in my voice. I was like, well, I've had this, so I can't get it again. We got some bad news for all the people out there. Is <laughs> I did get it again. I put again, like in quotes, in the sense that in talking with like some doctors and stuff there's a good chance I actually didn't have it the first time. Uh, who knows? Who knows anything about this fucking virus? Anyways, my point being, I, w- I was inside for quarantine when my roommates had it. As soon as they got out is when I got it. So I've also been, I've been quarantined for like the last 20 days, but I'm fine. I'm out. So I- I'm, I'm done with it. I'm, I-, I only went a little bit insane. If anyone's wondering why our schedule has been absolutely just a mess. <laughs> <laughs> It's like between us each being sick and me sleeping like 14 hours a day. It's just been a little hard to fit in the show. <laughs> I, um, I, I lost, so I didn't get any symptoms. We were talking about this before the show, but the only stuff I got was I lost my taste and I lost my sense of smell. But I feel other than that, I never got sick or anything. So I did get tested and I did get positive. But um, I told Paul this earlier, but this, uh, these Coors Lights I'm pounding for the episode, they, they taste like bread-flavored LaCroix. Like, there's just like a, a barely a hint of Coors Light flavor there. Um, so it makes, it makes just, just throwing these back like a non-issue just so easy. <laughs> That's so bizarre. I, I don't know. I, I don't even know if I could do a Coors Light, like, even if I didn't have taste. <laughs> so, some would even say I currently don't have taste, so there's no taste to lose. But I, um, I, uh, I did grocery delivery two times this past week. Oh, nice. Uh, yeah. <clears throat> um, it was okay. I got a bunch of Coors Lights in one of them because I knew that I was just – I was my plan for Friday was just basically get hammered alone. Um, mm-hmm. But I ended up just being so bored I just went to sleep instead. <laughs> but um, – <laughs> I, I got a what I've been making for dinner is salad for the last uh, seven days wow. I've been eating a salad every day because if I can't taste then like why what's the point right <laughs> yeah so I've been having a, I've been eating very healthy now that I have no excuse not to <laughs> <laughs> minus all the Coors lights <laughs> gotta admit uh, whenever whenever I got sick I did the opposite I mean I didn't lose my taste but I bought all the junk food in the world from the store. And even candy. I never buy candy. I was like, you know what? I'm going to buy candy. So I just had all this garbage here that I've just been like, oh, it's 2 o'clock. Time to have 
like a take five candy bar. Well, um, the, <laughs> the alternative is um, another thing uh, is that I can um, because things like uh, like liquor because there's a physical reaction there a beyond taste of the burning of the alcohol. Oh yeah, I can respond to, and the same goes for spicy food. So if I'm not eating a salad, I'm just like eating a shitload of really spicy food and I'm putting salsa and, and hot sauce and everything because I can, t- the, the, at least it gives me something to feel because I can feel the burn <laughs> of the spice. I can't taste it, but I can feel it. There, uh, all this can make me think of is, uh, there's a TV show I watched at some point. I think it's called I Zombie and people were like zombies and they ate spicy food. So I just, I feel like you're just dead actually and but that's the only way you can feel anything because you're just so dead inside so you have to hurt yourself in order exactly to yeah there's really no i mean there's think about how much of your enjoyment throughout the day is sourced solely from what you're going to eat like on a on a oh i on, i get far too much enjoyment out of it yeah on the on the average monday it's like well okay it's now 10 30 in the morning at work and i'm unhappy and stressed and miserable but at least i have lunch to look forward to well no Lunch is now, <laughs> lunch is now really nothing for me, um, man. Which is a devastating re- revelation. So I'm hoping to take to get my taste back soon. I've heard horror stories of it taking months, but I've started taking zinc supplements, which uh, is I don't know some sort of conspiracy theory that it makes your taste come back better. Apparently, so uh, there's mm-hmm. that at least. Okay, that's that's good. Um, it's it's wild to me how much I've had to like research about vitamins and just trying to understand. I don't know. I, I've <laughs> become all about different supplements. I'm I'm losing my mind over here. Um, so I actually want to. We can pivot here a little bit and stop this depressing conversation and talk about <laughs> how um, Jake uh, has listened to a few episodes and has decided to write us an email and uh, send. He's Jake sent in a ton of random rant ideas, which is great, but. Um, I guess well, I should say, first of all, if this is your first time listening to Not All Bad, um, Paul and I are here to uh, to take a turn ranting about something that we've uh, been upset about in the last couple of weeks, and then uh, you, the listener, can submit topics for us to discuss and get mad about for you, uh, which Jake, as I was just mentioning, had, had sent us a bunch in uh, via his email, and then we end the show by talking about stuff that's made us happy. So um, with that out of the way, uh, Jake did send us an email. He sent a bunch of... Uh, of uh, topics for us to discuss that I've added to the list. But he also provided a couple other things that I'd like to bring up. And the first is uh, he sent a photo to me of uh, a vanity plate he discovered. I think Jake lives in Austin, Texas. So this is not a Dallas brand one, but it was on a black Corvette. And it was, uh, I'll spell it out for you first, X-Q-U-E-S-M-E, which phonetically comes up to Exqueeze Me. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> which uh he he found to be very appropriate for a corvette and i agree and i also hate to admit how much i enjoy the license plate excuse me you know i think what we may be discovering is our issue is less vanity plates and more that we just think people have garbage taste with what they put on them that's like, true that it might be our issue is more people in that we disapprove of other people's humor and less that uh, that we hate the vanity points themselves. <laughs> right. Exqueeze ex- me gets a pass. Um, uh, Lord Guts gets a pass. And uh, 
Blurp gets a pass. As those are the three <laughs> best vanity plates I think I've come across so far in my travels. <laughs> if you've got them, uh, if you fi- have come across one, send us an email. Please send not, them. Yeah. not all bad show at gmail.com. Let us know. Um, and then his email said, um, I'll, I'll just read out the, the first half where he uh, before he gets into the ideas he suggested. Hey, dudes, um, I don't know if I've talked about this on the show, but I'm big into nicknames. So uh, he introduces himself by his variety of nicknames, Blade, Bean King, and Jawbone J. <laughs> uh, just want to let you all know I love the show. I just listened to the most recent episode, On Our Grinds, which uh, I think was the one right before this one, if I'm not mistaken, episode 57. Uh, and I wanted to let you know my thoughts. First of all, Paul, I identify with a lot of what you said about worrying about what others think uh, about what I'm doing, because that's also how I operate. In an extreme level of anxiety at all times. <laughs> Have you ever gone to a Walmart, Target, or a Fry's Electronics with no game plan? You're just trying to get something cool and fun. I found myself at the checkout line of Walmart with a new pocket knife, some duct tape, a padlock, a lawn chair, <laughs> and one of those balls out of the center of the aisle ball pit. Let your imagination run with what I'll be doing with that shit. <laughs> <laughs> So I don't I don't remember the context of of that other than you we discussed I, our, our grinding experiences. Well, so we t- I talked about grocery delivery and I talked about how I thought it was fun to to let the person sh- the, like the shipped shopper who like has it has my grocery list is like what are you doing with like a hammer oh, yeah. and like <laughs> like a banana like it's like just a random assortment of things. Um I, th- I think that's what he's referring to. I got you. I forgot about that part. Uh, he he concludes by saying, uh, thank you both for coming to the aid of Taco Bell. That's one of my favorite fast food restaurants, and I feel it gets a lot of hate for no reason. I've met multiple people who have never had T-Bell. Absolutely ridiculous. That is ridiculous. Um, keep up the good work, bros. Can't wait to see the next episode. Bean King. Wow. that, that That's a very... Very kind email. I appreciate that. And really quickly on the topic of Taco Bell, I went there for the first time in quite a while, actually, last night. Mm. And A little post-quarantine <laughs> treat just for you. It's like, well, now I can finally <laughs> leave the house. I know where I'm going first. <laughs> Taco Bell. Um, <laughs> my quarantine was pretty long because uh, my roommates had it. And even though I was like, oh, I'm probably immune, I was like, I'm just going to play it safe and not go anywhere. Yeah, and you then, have I don't fa- know. It was, it was paid off. It that was, was a wise long. choice, turns out. <laughs> yeah, it really did. Um, but um, but yeah, and and while I was so I got uh, first of all, my brain just doesn't understand math because I ordered several things that cost two or three dollars each, and then I was uh, flabbergasted what it cost over ten dollars at the end, but as if that's a surprise. Talk about always uh, gets me like that way. <laughs> but the, I was just gonna say they gave me some sort of free frozen drink just as I was about to drive away. They said, "Hey, do you want?" They called it like, "Do you want a blue freeze or something like that?" I was like, uh, "Okay." Like and he just handed me this gigantic frozen drink. It was very nice. All I'm well, saying is, I just I appreciate it. it was pretty good. I appreciate and respect the Taco Bell people. Uh, yeah, the uh, the real heroes of society. Hey, all the Taco Bell workers out there, thank you for your service. But also maybe just make me a quesarito because I know you have the stuff to make. Oh my <laughs> god, can we talk about so the cyberbullying has worked of Taco Bell because they brought back potatoes to their menu items apparently, yeah. which. Um, I don't think anything I ever ordered had potatoes. So as long as we keep pushing, we can maybe get the quesarito back on the menu. It's one of the best fast food items out there. It's I, a real I, shame. Such bullshit that they don't do the... Uh, it's only like on a to-go order via your app or whatever. God, I hate Ridiculous. that. Yeah. Um, 
Yeah, so if you want to get into contact with us, um, like Jake did, either to submit a random rant idea or just let us know your thoughts, um, you can do so by emailing us, like I said before, at notallbadshow at gmail.com. Uh, we also are on Twitter at notallbadshow. And uh, we can, uh, you can find the show on uh, Spotify, iTunes, Overcast, SoundCloud, and Google Play. Although I, something's happening with Google Play. I think they're shutting down or something. So if you get the show there, <laughs> maybe find Good another one. outlet. Um, so, yeah, that's how you can reach out to us. I don't know whose turn it is to, to rant today first. I'll just go first, honestly. All right. Um, if, that, if that's good with you. Yeah, no, uh, don't sound too excited. <laughs> Man, I just... Sorry, it's still kind of related to quarantine. I'm just so tired of working from home. Yeah. I, it's such... It's so soul-sucking. That, that's my topic. Um, just that... So I, I think I may have mentioned this. I, I went in for one day of my new job, and then they sent me home just to be cautious. Turns out that that was the right move because then I obviously <laughs> tested positive. Yeah. So and so like the, out of extra caution, I w- I'm basically working home for like the first month. Like they just really delayed it basically to like February, um, for me to go back into the office. Wow. Um, and and while on the one hand the the lazy part of me is thrilled about that. It's like, oh, of course, I'd love to work from home. I can just stay here, do whatever I want. But see, that's precisely the problem, is that I still want to get just as much done. But instead of going to, to like a place of work and getting it all done like within the hours I'm supposed to be there and then going home and feeling good about myself, instead I'm home not getting anything done, not doing anything fun instead, yeah, because right. I feel guilty about doing that. But then... It's like, oh, okay, it's like 6 or 7 o'clock at night, and I'm like, oh, maybe I should just work a couple more hours. I'm just anxious all night. It's it's the worst. I If I could just sit down and make myself work for like however many hours straight at home, maybe that would help, but I can't do that. There's just too much. It's too easy to just sit. It's like, why would I not? like You know what? I feel like napping. That would be good for me right now. Why would I not do that? Um, it just... It's the worst. <laughs> this is a situation that I found myself into because it's so funny also because this is a thing that um, almost everybody else I know has been struggling with ever since March of 2020. Yeah. <laughs> and I and like because my job can't be done from home for the most part until I have to. Um, <laughs> I've just spent my first week ever working from home. And after seven days compared to like the 300 days that yeah. everyone else has been doing it, I'm like, God, this is unbearable. How do people do this? <laughs> it's like, yeah, we maybe should have come in hot with this topic like, uh, like 10 months ago. Yeah. We're a little right late. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's also my, my new job also is not one that can be done from home. I worked from home a little bit, uh, at my video editing job that I had last uh, last year, um, and only a few months and it was fine. Um, I got what I need to get done, but I didn't have quite so much time, but something about this, especially my new job can't really be done from home. So I'm mainly just doing a bunch of training, which is basically like doing like, I'm basically doing classes from home. Yeah. And it's just, it's, I also am starting to respect the students who have to do college from home because I thought it was hard to pay attention when you're in person for a lecture. I'll sit through like a 30 minute video explaining like, uh, the specific regulations to the New England power grid. And 30 <laughs> minutes later, I've just realized that I didn't listen to a single thing and I have to like go back and re-listen yeah. to it. It's yeah. so awful. I'll be in a <laughs> so, meeting that I'm like an explicit participant in, not just like a bystander. <laughs> and I'm just on my phone, the whole meeting. And then mm-hmm. you get to the point where you hear like, Blah 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 Zach blah 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 blah. I'm like, oh, what's can someone repeat that? <laughs> like, <laughs> 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 I'm 
I'm like never listening. It's really bad. Although that yeah, could probably it's... be said even while I'm at work too. So <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, it's rough. I, I hate just... the. I hate the. I totally agree with like the. The fact there's no boundaries, right? There's there's yeah. no boundaries. Yeah. Like like you said, it's five o'clock, and normally when you're at work, you have no problem being like, "Well, whether or not I was productive today, it's quitting time." <laughs> but when, you, when you're already home, you're like, "Man, I guess I could, you know." hang around for another hour. Um, I don't ever fall into that trap. Usually I'm like, no, I, whatever. I'll, I'm not, I'll see, see you tomorrow at eight again. But um, it definitely, you feel worse about it, especially when, <laughs> especially when I, um, I've got a really nice setup here in my little mm-hmm. office uh, at home and I've got a really big monitor. So I hook up my work computer to my personal monitor and uh, use like a keyboard and the mouse I have for my desktop here at home for work. So mm-hmm. what happens is five o'clock rolls around and it's just a matter of closing the laptop, unplugging the mouse and keyboard from the, from the laptop, plugging it into the computer and then turning on the computer and I'm already like on free time. <laughs> and so I'm, I don't even shift positions. I don't even look elsewhere in the room. I'm staring at the same big screen that I did work on five minutes ago and now I'm playing RuneScape. <laughs> Which, by the way, <laughs> quarantine made me get back in a RuneScape. <laughs> this game sucks. It's not fun at all. If I had any excuse to go anywhere or do anything, I would not be playing RuneScape. It's so boring. I don't know how how I got uh, into it as a kid. And I also can't stop for, playing now. Are, are you a member now? No, no, I refuse. I was going to be one, and then I was like, are you kidding me? $10 for a game that's from 2007? <laughs> you're gonna charge me ten dollars a month for that I, no. I just I, I spent so much time in that world as a kid doing just dumb bullshit that and i like i sometimes think about in fact i haven't done it but i just sometimes fantasize about the fact that i technically could spend the money to become a member and it always looked so fun like it would awaken something within me that i desperately wanted as a child right um <laughs> i was kind of flabbergasted that you even pay at all to be a member it's like they have Several versions of RuneScape now that are up to date, more or less. I'm not going to pay $10 a month for a game from 2007, a game yeah. that I played in the seventh grade. It's ridiculous. That's a, Yeah, so so no, I'm not a member. I also don't enjoy the game, but what else am I going to do? Because <laughs> I can't eat either. I'm not going to waste my time cooking or eating like I usually do. <laughs> this is so sad. Um, another... Uh, kind of funny aspect of being like um like isolated from work it, it, it's just awkward for me since i just started it's like i've met my boss once and now i'm having to like have phone conversations with him and it's like i don't really know this person yet yeah like i've really realized weird. that's that is that's the downside of working from home is that like you you don't realize how much of social interactions you are interpreting someone's body language and mm. like different contexts that you can figure out things in person right so when you're on your on the phone it's like all right it seems like he like is like i mean and also to my company and boss's credit they've been very like kind in terms of being like we just want you to like get better like they're not like expecting me to work a ton while i'm at home and sick like they really have yeah. just been like on your own time if you want to do some of this training you can and it's really more self-imposed like what's a new job i want to impress them let me do right a bunch well of that's work. nice yeah but, <laughs> yeah but it's just like there's another part of me that's like, well, I can't see his body language. Is he really just fine with me, like, 
like just rest and recovering, or is he like, man, what a lazy piece of shit? Right. Uh, <laughs> you think you, it's should, just hard. You, you hear the phone call where he's like, yeah, no, that's fine. You go ahead and uh, you take the time off you need. But if you were to see his <laughs> face, he'd be like in a snarled frown, like eyebr- eyebrows furrowed. Yeah, and and I think uh, I can't remember. I mean, because we are friends outside of the show, Zach, I can't remember if this was a conversation we had on the show or off the show, but I, like, fell for a phishing uh, <laughs> This is of off. Email. This is not discussed okay. on the show. <laughs> and and it wasn't a real... It's, like, my uh, through my job, they, like, send us, like, fake phishing ones. And now, because of that, I'm so paranoid that I'm going to fall for it again that there have been multiple actual important work emails where they've sent me documents <laughs> that now are on, like, their third week of being, like, hey, we need you to sign this. I'm like, wait, maybe this is real. I just... I don't trust any emails anymore. And there's like no one, I feel too embarrassed. I call and be like, is this a real email? And they're like, yeah, oh, you 70 years old. You <laughs> how computers work. <laughs> um. I, uh, I got a bunch of like those, those fake phishing emails for my company a few months ago where they like about at once a month for three months in a row, they'd send a, a really suspicious looking email. And if you click the link, it comes up with something like, gotcha. You better you like, do your cybersecurity training or whatever. Yeah. And uh, I didn't fall for any of those. I was very vigilant. And then uh, Christmas time comes around, and they, sit, they here's an email that's like, hey, congratulations on your hard work this year. Here's a $25 Office Depot gift card. And I'm like, hell no, I'm not clicking on that. And then like, <laughs> I come back from Christmas break, and everyone is like, everyone around me at work is like, oh, so what did you, you get with your gift card? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I just I'm, tired. I'm I'm believe it or not, I'm actually excited to go back into the office and like work a, just a normal job in person. It, it working from home is not all it's cracked up to be. I've always um, said I, I'm so grateful that I can't do most of my job from home that I've had to go in this whole time and this just reaffirms that position. Yeah. Yeah, it's rough. So, um I want to talk today about I have a bunch of like seasonal topics that I, I'm trying to burn mm-hmm. through on these episodes because uh, I got to the point where cracking a cold one. I'm sorry, I was trying not to interrupt you, but it's I know I saw you on the uh, I saw you on the video <laughs> feed like poised to crack that bad boy. <laughs> you were just waiting for an opportunity. Um, I I uh, I'll come up with these these things that, that piss me off like. Um, New Year's resolutions, but I'm thinking about it in like August. I'm like, well, I can't talk about New Year's resolutions now, so I have to come back in January and discuss it. So today is an, is another one of those examples. Uh, I, I want to discuss why um, I hate ice skating. And <laughs> we can also throw into the mix for good measure rollerblading and roller skating too. Um, so... I've never shied away from the fact that I'm bad at a, a great deal of things. There's a long list of activities in which I'm not good at. In fact, I'd wager that if you had to sort everything I am good at and everything I'm not good at into two separate lists, I don't know if you could find what You may just end up with one list, is what I'm trying <laughs> to say. Um, I've never been afraid to admit that. And... and Likewise, I mean, in the same vein, I'm also terrible at ice skating. And ice skating is an activity where it's impossible to be between good and bad. You can't be an okay ice skater. You're either unbelievably terrible at ice skating (laughs) or you're a good ice skater. 
and you know how to do it. And everything you do, you have to be bad at to get good at, right? And mm-hmm. there's a couple things about ice skating that make this a unique kind of activity. First of all, there is a clear boundary. There's not a, there's not a spectrum of good to bad or, or bad to good in ice skating. Like I said, there's awful and then there's great. And at some point you cross the line, I think. You don't ever like <laughs> gradually get better and better. You're just one day you wake up and you go and you're good. Mm-hmm. And ice skating, secondly, is simply up and down, straight up, not fun to be bad at. And most things are still a little bit fun to be bad at. It's always more fun to be good at something than bad. But you yeah. can be a terrible beer pong player and have fun playing beer pong. Or you can be yeah. an absolute idiot when it comes to dribbling a basketball and still have fun during a game of pickup basketball. Ice skating is like you better enjoy falling or you're not going to get any enjoyment out of like you better have some sort of like masochistic knee pain fetish if you're going to get into ice skating because <laughs> it's you know, just going to be you falling over over and over again that's that's actually a good point so i i haven't ice skated in many years since i was like a kid yeah same because i refuse to do it at least with something like skiing or snowboarding i don't know if you've done that when you fall it's almost kind of fun depending on the situation but like you're in the snow you're like haha that was kind of cushioned um, and then you get back up and you keep going. But I, the, one of the most vivid memories I have about ice skating is how unforgiving the ice is. It is one of the <laughs> most like uncomfortable, I mean, it's painful, but there's also just something that just feels like insulting when your body hits the ice and it, it just, cause it's cold it's not a good feel. <laughs> and I know, I know what's also, um, a little bit disgraceful, a little bit embarrassing is the fact that every time you fall, Somehow, just by the laws of nature, the way one of the laws of physics that Isaac Newton developed is when you fall while ice skating on the cold, hard ice, a six-year-old is gonna blaze past you on their skates, <laughs> doing like twirls and shit every time without fail. That adds to the insult of falling. So yeah, I agree with that. In fact, I was gonna address this later, but we'll get to it now. I uh, have been skiing several times, and it is one of my favorite activities ever. So oh, why does why does skiing get a pass? Because you'd think they're the same on paper. They're more or less the same activity. To be honest, I don't know why I absolutely revolt at the idea of ice skating, but I adore skiing. Um, I think a few theories are, first of all, this is kind of your point of falling being fun. I don't want to go that far, but I will say I think it's maybe there's there's a great, a much greater level of thrill to going skiing a successful successfully ice skating is like oh yeah awesome (laughs) but successfully skiing is like oh hell yeah you feel like a king of the mountain you feel like a god going down the slopes when you successfully ski (laughs) and uh you know when you fall while you're skiing it's not just a repetitive over and over and over and over again falling even if it is you're making some sort of progress down the mountain you're, there's a goal mm-hmm. that you're progressing to, whether you're falling or not during skiing, and the like I said, you get a lot more exhilaration from success from mm-hmm. skiing. Uh, I also think that skiing has lessons a lot more accessible, so that maybe helps a little bit with why skiing's more fun than than ice skating. Um, it's if I were to go to an ice skating rink for like a 
I don't know, like I don't know a situation where I would go now, but maybe in college there's like an ice skating date party or something for some sorority mm-hmm. or something that I would never have been invited to, but we're working <laughs> hypotheticals here where <laughs> you can't show up to the um, you know, tri-delt ice skating uh uh date party and say, Well, y'all ladies wait for me. I'm gonna take some cook lessons real quick. But if you're <laughs> if you're on a ski trip, like that's a normal part of the process for a beginner and that's an accepted yeah. thing to do. So society needs to catch up, I think, on ice skating would help a little bit. Uh also there's when you're in an ice skating rink there is nothing to enjoy except the successful completion of like getting up on your skates and skating. You 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 are there to skate successfully, and it is a binary yes or no on the enjoyment of whether or not you're 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 having fun. But when you're skiing, you're in this exotic environment. It's beautiful. It's a new thing that you don't experience a lot. It's like the 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 views are better. Like it's an event. Mm-hmm. It's not just you know. It's a it's a trip. It's a vacation. There's more to it mm-hmm. than just going to a cold room. Um, mm-hmm. And I think that you know, there's a lot more to appreciate beyond the activity itself. And I think that's why ski. Those are the reasons why I, I've kind of come up with why I think skiing gets a pass above ice skating in terms of enjoyment. Why I like skiing and I don't like mm-hmm. ice skating. You know, <clears throat> one thing that I can't help but think about is that. Whether ice skating or rollerblading, when you're at the rink, which also it's just hilarious to me that that's like the only time I've ever heard the word rink. Uh, that's a weird. Yeah. Anyway, yeah, hockey, I guess, <laughs> but that's also ice skating. Ice yeah, skating with more but... steps. Ice skating with more rules. <laughs> um, is is just. I feel like it's a slap in the face when someone decides to to ice skate backwards in front of me. Right. Oh my like, god. Yeah. It's the same six year old argument. Where it's like I'm like, so I haven't. Granted, I've not done this in years, and so like I don't really even know what. what I'm. I'm. If anything, I'm okay. Most likely, I'd be bad. Um, <laughs> but um, the the kind of infuriating thing is just like I, when you see someone go like start skating backwards in either environment whether you're at rollerblading or ice skate it's just like okay you think you're better than me like i get we we right. get it like you're right. really yeah, good congrats we get everyone it. round of applause yeah um <laughs> uh, I, don't, I don't know why and maybe this is unfair for me like that's the whole point of going if you're good is to go have fun and do your thing but like there's something about specifically anytime i've seen someone go backwards it, i feel like as at a kid as like at birthday parties in like middle school or younger whatever I just feel like there's always the one kid or the one random adult who, for some reason, is there in the middle of the day at a kid's birthday party. Uh, <laughs> yeah, who I feel yeah. like wasn't even part of the group. Who's just like, "Hey, look at this!" And then he's like looking at you. I think that's the other part of it. It's not they don't have the common courtesy to not look at how bad you are while they're going fast. Feels very but personal. If, if they if they turn around, it's like they can look you in the eyes while saying like, "You'll never be able to do this." Like I can. <laughs> Yeah, no, I think that's a little bit, yeah. There, there's definitely some pretentious <laughs> ice skaters out there. Mm-hmm. Cracking a cold one. So, thank you. Yeah, that was a crisp one. Um, these these bread LaCroix are going down real smooth when they don't taste <laughs> like anything. Um, so, yeah, I, I, uh, I can't remember where I left off when I got on the ski tangent. Ice skating is just, like I said, it's just not fun to be bad at. It, it, there's nothing that you can do to make it fun. Um, and then I made the argument, I think, about how other things are. I think I probably already talked about how 
other activities. Most other activities are fun to be bad at and watch yourself improve. And that's not the case mm-hmm. for ice skating. The, I will say, to ice skating's credit, there is one and only one positive thing about ice skating, and that is it's a very, very good excuse to hold somebody's hand. That, if you're really searching for that physical contact, <laughs> or there's this physical intimacy that comes with being bad at ice skating that you, frankly, you don't get if you're good at it. That's the it's one true. trade-off. That's the one trade-off is you get to hold somebody's hand. Now, if I wanted to make mistakes while holding a hand, I'd just have a kid and bring him to Six Flags. Like, <laughs> I, I don't think it's a good excuse for that, but that is, that is a pro to its credit. Um, yeah. I guess I'll just conclude by saying that um, I hate ice skating so passionately that this is beyond just a bit, where when I was a kid, if I ever got invited to a party for somebody's birthday that was either at the roller rink or the ice skating rink, I wouldn't go. I wouldn't attend because it's not fun and it's, I just would straight up just not attend. And if I did go, I wouldn't even like rent skates. I wouldn't waste the money. I would just sit at the snack bar or whatever, which is more fun anyway. And, mm-hmm. um, to the haters out there who are trying to say that, well, maybe I should just give another try. I did in college. I thought, okay, you know what? I'm a new man now. I'll give it a shot. I went to a social gathering uh, for some organization I was in in college to the ice skating rink, and it was is every bit as awful and unfun as I remember, and I haven't been back since. So uh, ice skating catch up. You, sh- you got to be maybe put something, uh, put a backdrop or something at your rink or something to, to spice it up a little bit and make it maybe more like skiing, maybe just spread snow all over the ice i feel like that would really interfere with the people skiing or skating backwards too which would be a nice thing so i I, the Mm -hmm. the, the industry's got to catch up i think that's just the argument i'm trying to make here uh all in all i hate this activity and i had to get it out before uh it got too warm for me to feel comfortable discussing it Mm -hmm. no yeah yeah that that makes sense when when was the last time that you went i was probably a junior or sophomore in college okay about five I, I literally can't ago. even remember. I hate to te- as much as I'm all in on hating it. This is making me want to like try it again to see if I'm uh, where I'm at with it. <laughs> well, if I can find a, a, like it's got to be probably post COVID, but if I can find an opportunity to hold somebody's hand while I'm bad at it, that would at least soften the blow a little bit. And I may yeah. be willing to give it another shot, but. I really got to want to hold that person's hand. This is above <laughs> average a hold-handing desire, I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Um, before we go on to the, the random rant, I wanted to um, to reintroduce a segment that we've done a couple times here. <laughs> uh, I've been sitting on these for a while, and it's time to make a return to the Hustle Corner, brought to you by <laughs> 10 Times Secrets, your number one source for business tips on Instagram. Get 10 times out of your life. Uh, so as, as we've discussed before, um, I now follow this Instagram account called uh, 10X Secrets or 10 Times Secrets on Instagram um, that gives business tips that's uh, traditionally pretty awful. And um, now my algorithm on Instagram just exclusively recommends like investing tip uh, Instagram accounts, which is extremely frustrating. But I've I got a couple posts uh, since the last time we've done this segment that I'd like to call everyone's attention to. Um First up, uh, from uh, December 21st, 2020, income does not equal wealth. John makes $150,000 a year. 
X investing, X budget, X side hustle, check materialistic. At the end of every year, John is left with $0. Adam makes $50,000 a year, so a third of what John makes. Check investing, check budget, check side hustle, X materialistic. At the end of every year, Adam is left with $20,000. Now, this little SAT math question doesn't, doesn't suggest why John, for some reason, spends three, over three times as much money as Adam. John begins the year with, or concludes the year, so he makes $150,000 a year. So ostensibly, come the final paycheck of the year, at the end of December, he makes $150,000 a year. Now this riddle posits that the, at the end of every year, John is left with $0, which means he spends either every paycheck completely or $150,000 on Christmas gifts. It's the only <laughs> logic that I can work out on this one. And we're making a lot of assumptions here where John does not invest, does not budget, and does not side hustle, but for some reason is materialistic. Which it sounds like you could be, why can't, why is that, that shouldn't be mutually exclusive. <laughs> the, the other, the, the thing that is really sticking for me is the, the side hustle check. Mm-hmm. It's like, wait, is the side hustle giving him over 50000 Because like... Like, like the the guy who is I don't remember the names, Adam. but it's like Adam. <laughs> if Adam is side hustling, is he making more than fifty thousand? Is it still less than one hundred fifty? Then why are we mad at him? Why are we mad at John for not side hustling if he's making one hundred fifty? That doesn't quite add up to me. I feel like the <laughs> argument here is, at the end of every year, John is not left with zero dollars, but John has it, John has used his money to make money zero times. I feel like is maybe what Ten X Secrets is trying to say. So because Adam is not materialistic, but he does invest, he does have a budget, and he does have a side hustle, that at the end of every year, he has $50,000 due to his salary, but an additional $20,000 from his investing budget side hustle. I don't know. I found this – it's not an interesting to discuss it in detail. I just found it <laughs> to be a little bit of a bonkers, the fact that no details were provided. Um this is something that they do a lot on this Instagram account, and that is to discuss like the mistakes that you can make as a as a young person and wasting your money. So here's another one. We've, we've mentioned one, but um, twenty year olds, twenty years old money mistakes: uh, partying, expensive dates, new bike, <laughs> <laughs> poor Sorry. credit, no budget, student loans, no saving eating out and 100 sneakers <laughs> 100 so, so sneakers this person is living the most badass life where they eat out all the time they've got poor credit they don't save any of their money because they party all the time they go on expensive dates they just bought a new motorcycle and they've purchased 50 pairs of shoes um uh i don't want to give this person uh like a personal shout out by instagram handle on on the show but um this one individual says, actually, there's a lot of good comments on here. Um, this person says, well, the new bike is probably necessary for commuting, which is a good, a good response. And uh, this other person says, <laughs> this one person said, very impressive content, man, which I don't know about that. But <laughs> this person said, okay, yeah, let's live a shit life till I'm 40 years old and rich. Great advice. <laughs> <laughs> So this this one person is like no dates, no parties, no bike, and no sneakers. Hell no, 
<laughs> not worth it at all. Which I kind of the no I, dates one's kind of funny because it's like was that was that a choice? Like yeah, <laughs> like, yeah right. No, I, I can't, I'm sorry, I can't give up the expensive dates. My life is just too cool. Um, I want to bring up the 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 most exciting one for me, um, December fifteenth, twenty twenty. There's no context provided, which makes this one so funny. You shouldn't listen to your parents, your teachers, your friends. That's it. <laughs> so, so who should I listen to? I guess just, just Instagram accounts about business. Like, you shouldn't listen to your parents, your teachers, your friends. All right. Cool. I feel like that's like the opposite of any like sane person's advice. <laughs> do, do they? Is that literally all? It's, does it say who it, you it, should? Listen it's a to? variant. It says they will tell you to avoid risks and live average your whole life. <laughs> all my friends and my parents, all they do is tell me to live average. Like, mom, dad, like I'm trying to subscribe to the Patreon for this 10x secrets Instagram. You can't tell me that's a bad idea. Yeah, they they're the only people left on earth that I have to listen to that and strangers. <laughs> I'm trying to see if there's any good comments on this one, but I don't see any. Doesn't this account have like 10 million followers or something? They've got a lot. I mean, they, this this post alone has 226 comments. Let me see how many followers they have. They've got six hundred thousand followers, That's which a is lot. insane. It, it is definitely some sort of scam. So I feel a little bit bad about giving them so many shout outs. But um, <laughs> yeah, that was uh, the that was uh, the hustle corner. Thank you for joining me on the hustle corner. <laughs> thank, thank you for bringing that back once again. This is becoming one of my favorite new segments. It's a lot of fun to discuss. So uh, let's go ahead and do random rants. Um, I actually plugged the number in just now. The random number generator came up with 21, which belongs to uh, one of Jake's topics, actually. So, so one of the things Jake just sent in, um, uh, he suggested that we discuss uh, buffets, which um, he wanted us to me- mention in terms of uh, specifically in a positive way, not a negative way. And I'm just going to say, Jake, that we run the show here. So uh, we'll decide whether or not to be positive <laughs> Good luck, about buddy. it. But uh, yeah, so he actually, I want to read his email because uh, he had a lot more to say about it than just buffets. Um, I've got an idea for a positive rant. Any buffet restaurant. Buffet restaurants get a bad rap, bad rep because of goddamn Golden Corral, which is totally fair. But CeCe's Pizza, Super Salad, and literally any Chinese buffet are the best. If you think about it, many fast service restaurants just have food sitting under the heat lamp anyways. But in a buffet restaurant, they're just under the heat lamp, but out where you can see it. Plus, I know most food I eat out at restaurants are going to hurt my digestive system anyway, so who cares? (laughs) I couldn't tell you the last time I've been to a buffet. Because they do scare me a great deal. I'm going to be honest. It's bold of him to tell us to be positive about this when we're still in a pandemic and you and I both have the disease. Right. Uh, (laughs) Maybe bad timing for him. Uh, because I, I guess before before I maybe pay buffets a couple compliments, I do want to put out there that um that I, I am rethinking buffets a little bit considering how just uh, i know everyone isn't washing their hands before they grab like the the ladles people are probably sneezing oh, all over right the communal mac and cheese like oh, I, I don't know <laughs> yeah no, there's a right. lot of germ related reasons that i'm concerned like at least like in terms of like the heat food under heat like at least like fast food workers 
I, I guess I don't know this for sure, but I like to imagine that they're following some sort of health codes. Uh, they got some guidelines to for pretend, it. yeah. Like, they're being paid to not, like, be gross around the food. I don't know. Uh, but, I don't know. So, I, I just, I had to get that out of the way really quick and acknowledge that <laughs> in the times we're living in. Yeah, it's a good call. <laughs> uh, but, you know, it's, it's been a long time since I've been to a buffet. What I will say... For me, I, 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 I find the idea of a buffet restaurant to be absolutely repulsive. It, it, it's... It's thoroughly disgusting. Now, I've never been a super salad. Um, I, I think I, actually. I think CeCe's Pizza is overrated, personally. Um, and I think Chinese buffets scare the shit out of me. But for some reason, okay, let's say, well, I guess I would know the reason. But the idea of a, of a buffet restaurant is abhorrent. But if I'm on, like, a cruise ship, or I'm at a country club or something, and I see a buffet, I'm like, oh, hell yes. That, that's actually a great point. I love seeing it. Like, uh, yeah, you're right. That fills me with joy, <laughs> imagining that. Like, some sort of event that has a buffet at it is a complete 180 from a buffet restaurant for some reason. Yeah, I agree. And it's the same, it's the same disgusting, idiotic slob uh, who makes up the average American that is consuming the food no matter where it is. So there's no safety reason for me to prefer an event-themed buffet. But for some reason to me, that's like, oh, right on. Shrimp cocktail, freshly sliced brisket, <laughs> mac and cheese, a full dessert bar, like all that shit I'm here Ooh. for. Yeah, I, I mean, when weddings have a good buffet, that just takes yeah. it to another level. Yeah, It's exciting. Um, but um, <clears throat> one thing I will say... I, I, his examples don't really inspire uh, agreement or confidence, positivity from me. Right. One thing that I will say is, whilst the CC's brand doesn't evoke uh, passionate loyalty from me, it does for a I, lot of people. Is, though it does for a lot of people. Just not it me. does. Um, and I haven't been there in a while, so I can't really speak to it. There is another pizza restaurant. I know there's multiple locations in the Fort Worth area. I don't know if it's further than that but it's called mama's pizza mm, and they have they have a lunch buffet where they just like keep bringing out they'll just it's pretty good pizza and they'll bring out just like fresh pizzas with a random assortment of like toppings so it's like i mean the downside of course is like if you're like all i want to eat is pepperoni the downside <laughs> is that like probably everyone's gonna flock gill the pepperoni and all that's left is all the different weird ones yeah but they just keep bringing out just random pizzas. And I will say, maybe once every couple years, I'll go back there. Specifically, it was really close to the high school I went to. So if I'm meeting up with like a couple of my friends from high school, we might be like, you know what? Like, just for the heck of it, let's All time not like, like let's not eat for 24 hours to where we're about to die of hunger and then go to the pizza buffet. Um, and, okay. and in that in the, in that case it's a horrible decision for the the afternoon afterwards because I feel disgusting. And yeah, yeah, yeah. Throw up. Yeah. But there there is something fun about it. Um, I don't know what it is. I think the tricky thing about buffets is if if it's good quality food, like you were saying, like a catering situation. Yeah. As opposed to a restaurant, that is exciting. There is something fun about like 
instead of being get like when you order something at a restaurant, they give you something made just for you at a buffet. It's like, all right, here's ten versions of this thing. Which one, which slice excites me most? Which yeah, right, know, chicken tender. Uh, there's something fun about that. I love you get the, the exact idea. Portions you want. I love the idea. That's what buffets are good for. Is like. A planning ahead on how much you're going to gorge yourself. <laughs> Isn't that like the most American idea? I love that. Just, um, <laughs> yeah. That is where they do come in handy, is just a vessel for a disgusting level of consumption. Yeah. Which that's why CC's Pizza is the ultimate, like, post middle school basketball game restaurant. Yeah. <laughs> and I will, always, I will always defend CC's Pizza as not necessarily a place I enjoy dining as an adult. Um, or even really, I didn't enjoy it that much as a kid, but there's no better place to show up with a t- team of 15 sweaty 12 year olds <laughs> and pay like what, I mean, how much does it cost to get into a CC's all you can eat buffet? Like 75 cents a head. It, I think it was about five. Uh, it was like $5 a person, but C- even that's very cheap. <laughs> CC's is so cheap to the point of suspicion. It's like, oh yeah, <laughs> it's like disgustingly cheap. Which is yeah. not really an insult. <laughs> mm-hmm. I mean, to its credit, it is it is suspiciously cheap. Yeah, <laughs> I the thing I will say against buffets though, because I, I I I'm sorry to it's Jake that wrote in, right? Yeah, yeah. I I'm I'm sorry, Jake. The one thing though, as I get a bit older, is I've realized that I don't have to eat every meal as though it might be my last in a panic. I've never I've, started- I've never realized that. I still am waiting on that revelation. <laughs> And I've, I just sometimes, I've really gotten to where I'd rather a well-portioned amount of really exciting food than unlimited amount of, like, eh, food. <laughs> okay. Um, and yeah. also, it's like he's pre-defending himself from us comparing it to Golden Corral. I've actually never been to Golden Corral, so I can't I can't even be like, oh, you, just, like, you mean Golden Corral is good? Like, I don't even know what's going on with Golden Corral. Golden Corral is one of the most foul concepts ever constructed by mankind. He, <laughs> he, he is right to hate on it. Um, okay. This is, this is a Golden Corral hate, hate podcast. Okay. The stories I've, my, one of my very good friends, um, his dad works in the food service restaurant is a is a restaurant equipment repairman. And so he always has the inside info on like his dad's been in the kitchen of, you know, every restaurant in town back when we were kids. Yeah. And um Golden Crow is up there is one of the worst of all time. Oh wow. Yeah. And that alone and that is just the that's that's the one location and then I grew up and I went to college and I met a lot of other people who also discussed how awful their hometown golden corral was so yeah i uh, just kind of assumed it's all of them i'm sure that they're all that that terrible so uh, this is a golden corral hate account for sure <laughs> anyway thank you jake for the submission um that was a good discussion i the actually the last time that i had a buffet was uh in cancun mexico uh into july 2019 jake was one of the members of the little group who went uh we all went with so um we, I last time I had a buffet, Jake was there to experience it with me, and that food uh, was not good because it was an all-inclusive resort. Um, but it did give us enough calories to not die from alcohol poisoning. So at least there's that. Maybe when this is all over, we can we can all go to a buffet together again. See, see there's added to the list of all the things we have to do once quote this is all over. <laughs> we keep, still got to go to hibachi at some point. I know, which will be a lot better than uh, that's like. <laughs> 
that that's I'm more excited for the hibachi than the buffet. I will say <laughs> that's fair. Um, thanks, Jake. If you want to be like Jake and submit a random rant topic, um, we need a ton because we already had this is the most we ever had by far. Um, but the more we get, the more creative we can get with how we use them. So the more, the merrier. Please keep sending them in. Uh, Jake sent a bunch in, and I really appreciate it. You can do it by emailing us at notallbadshow at gmail.com, subject line random rant ideas. Um, so so keep them coming. I appreciate it. And also, we're available to DM on Twitter at notallbadshow if you want to just get it out real quick without having to type a whole email. Um. So let's do let's do positive rants. Let's wrap the show up with the yeah, with, with positive rants. So you can see clearly on the webcam, um, no one else can experience this, but I'm wearing my <laughs> Texas A&M uh, football jersey. Yeah, I got it. You had to switch to that. I saw you had to tab over. Yeah. You, my, your camera was hidden. I saw that. You ain't slick. <laughs> this uh, A&M football jersey came in the mail about two hours ago. Um, so I've been wearing it ever since. I. Uh, found that they were selling jerseys on sale, super cheap, on adidas.com. Oh. So I got in there and ordered one for myself for no reason. And uh, I'm now, I've decided that I'm going to be a jersey guy now. I really like the idea of wearing jerseys. I got this AM football jersey now. I got a Dallas Stars hockey jersey from nice. uh, for Christmas. And um, now that, now and now, and, and Paul can see it too, no one else can. But now that I have the really long hair, which by the way, I'm getting my first haircut in a year. On Thursday, post quarantine. Oh wow! Um, I got to get it. I, I'm in a wedding uh, the following weekend, which barely got in under the radar uh, after the uh, the quarantine. Just barely missed it by a few days. Thank God. <laughs> but um, I'm, I'm a groomsman in a wedding, so I got to get my uh, well. And Jake is too, actually, with me. But I got to get my hair trimmed up and looking nice for the wedding. Um, so I'm getting a haircut on Thursday, and I don't remember why I got down this topic. But originally, I was talking about jerseys. And <laughs> and uh, I remember why the long hair pairs exceptionally well with a hockey jersey. I bet. Like I put yeah. my hockey jersey on, and I got this long, flowing, shoulder-length hair. I look incredible. No, no other piece of attire do I own that matches with long hair better than a hockey jersey. I feel like the football jersey kind of fits into that category as well. Um, I look way cooler. And way more athletic in a jersey than I do in a standard T-shirt. Um, I was disappointed because um, I was going to wear my hockey jersey uh, to work on Friday because that was the Dallas Stars uh, opening game. And uh, then I fell victim to a. I became a statistic and a part of a global pandemic, so I couldn't go to work. But the next Friday hockey game we have, I think I'm gonna I'm gonna show up to work and I'm gonna be the talk of the town and look really cool in my Dallas Stars jersey. Um, I can't really think of a context in which I'm going to wear this A&M football jersey, uh, but it's nice to have on hand, and it was too good of a deal to pass up. <laughs> Overall, I, I feel like I can now condense my wardrobe into three categories. Um, first and foremost, gold medal is always going to be to my personal favorite child, my Hawaiian shirt collection. Oh, um, yeah. yeah. Last night, in fact, I was uh, hanging out doing nothing, watching movies, quarantining like you do. And uh, whipped myself up a nice tropical beach drink in January. I threw on a Hawaiian shirt, and I just uh, maxed out my relaxation all night. <laughs> so Hawaiian shirts first. Um, I've established, obviously, also previously on the show, how, much, how into flannels I am when it's too cold for a good Hawaiian shirt. Mm-hmm. I'm a big flannel guy now. And finally, I'm going to round out that wardrobe collection with uh, I'm choosing to get into jerseys. So that, that makes three episodes in which I've discussed my favorite uh, attire <laughs> over my torso. Um, add jerseys to the list. 
You know, you mentioned you're not even sure when you're going to wear the, uh, like the A&M jersey. It's actually crossed my mind that sometimes I'm like, <laughs> I sometimes have this internal debate of, am I going to be that guy who, when, like, my team plays on TV, I'm like, I gotta wear my jersey from home to, like, show my colors. Like, like I, I just feel like a colossal piece of shit whenever I'm like, I need to, like, rep my team from the couch. I've decided know, that but... I'm going to be that guy now, just because I like but, but being in a jersey. I was about to say, on the one hand, I'm like, oh, that would make me a piece of shit. But on the other hand, I want to be that person. I don't, yeah. know, I don't know. It's a big uh, paradox there. Or contradiction, whatever. I pretend to know big words. Um, so, but yeah, I usually you know, when I, I make I, mistakes I, like that, I just cut it out of the episode. Like the last time <laughs> I said, uh, last episode I said uh, coup de gras, which is French for like a mercy kill, I think, and that was like completely <laughs> the wrong thing to say. So I just cut it out completely. Anyway, um, I will say with your jersey, uh, very prominently in the center of the screen from the time I got on this call is the SEC logo. Yeah, and and it just it stands out. so so strongly against the maroon that it's like I was like, are we sponsored now? Is this like branded content? Yeah, not all uh, bad. Brought to you by the uh, Southeastern Conference of the NCAA. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, man, I wish they they've got deep pockets. But, uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, they can't even afford to pay their athletes, so why would they pay us? <laughs> man, what what a slap in the face would that be if the if the athletes generating the income can't get a cent but they're like you know what we should sponsor this podcast <laughs> that, that just talks about nothing i'll take it uh, <laughs> i'll take it i'll take their money and i'll start a gofundme for the players <laughs> um but yeah you know i it, it's funny you brought that up but i i may look into gangers myself i've been really considering it uh for what 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 uh, what team what sport um, so uh, naturally an A&M jersey of some kind, probably football, because that, that's really the main sport that I uh, consistently watch is A&M football. Yeah, no, me too. I um, I feel a little bit upset because traditionally you wear, like, I feel like the A&M jersey would have come in handy a thousand times in college. Oh, yeah. And now post-college, I'm not so sure, because a lot of times if I'm going somewhere to watch a game, I'm throwing on an A&M, like, golf shirt. I'm trying to look a little bit nicer. But yeah. maybe I'm envision. Maybe I need to start envisioning a world where I can go to bars again, and maybe like throw on the jersey for like if we go. Because you know those there's those bars that um, used to exist that may all be closed now, um, but uh, that used to exist where it's like the place to go to watch a game. You know. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. I feel like a football jersey um, might be a good move for an establishment like that. Yeah, I. You know, in college, I always wore whatever cheap maroon shirt was given to me for free at some events yeah that's what i would wear to football games just because i was i like was like oh i want to buy like the a&m like golf shirt or whatever like those like nicer looking ones but then they were like 50 dollars which is granted a very normal amount of money for a shirt but for me as a college student i was like i can't afford that that's way too expensive all the ones i have (laughs) i only have two and they're all gifts (laughs) no yeah, yeah that's that's actually something that i would love to have just whether an a&m jersey or other branded apparel um, but you know, it's funny you mentioned the stars. I just love the Dallas stars, like color scheme. Yeah. And so if too. I had some, some stars, um, uh, gear of some kind, uh, calling it gear makes it feel like I'm like on one of those like NFL shop, like commercials. <laughs> yeah. I, Get your I team's gear. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, I, I would just wear that in general. I just, I like their branding a lot. It's a good look. Um, 
I uh, I wore my jersey like I said on Friday for the this even though that was working from home I wore it for the Stars opening game, and we absolutely demolished the Nashville Predators seven zero, and the player I I have an ex- Alexander Radulov jersey, uh, number forty seven, and he scored I think two goals that game, which is a lot mm-hmm. for hockey so. Uh, I feel like I had no small part to play in in our the like seven to zero is an absolute demolishing in hockey. Yeah, so, yeah, it is. Um, <laughs> I feel like I, I I feel like I contributed to that um, a, a, a lot. That was mostly my thanks to me. So you're welcome, Dallas. Hmm. Um. I th- I think the the one other j- jersey I might get is FC Dallas. And to be clear, I would only be getting that because I love getting more obscure teams that make me feel better than everyone around me. I, really, I don't mean that they're obscure. I just mean that, like, I don't actually watch them. But I'd be like, oh, no one has an FC Dallas jersey. Let me get that. I really, <laughs> really, really want a Midland Rockhounds jersey. Double uh, A minor league affiliate of the Oakland A's. Uh, m- the Midland Rockhounds minor league baseball team. Oh, I would yeah. love to have their uh, their jersey. The the Texas League champs uh, several years in a row at some point that was recent that I don't know, but because I don't watch them. <laughs> but to rock the Midland Rockhounds, I would I would love that jersey. So yeah, yeah. I get I get that I get that uh, desire a lot. Hmm. Um. Yeah. I man, I was just thinking about how there, there used to be a Fort Worth. It was the Fort Worth Cats. Was the uh, the football or the, not, not the football, the baseball, like the double A baseball team here. Yeah, but I, th- I think they have since uh, passed on. Well, we've got the Frisco like like, Frisco whatever. Rough Riders are like fifteen minutes from me. I used to go out there for dollar beer. Oh night. yeah, yeah. Oh, that's so, fun. Yeah, I could. I used Man. to watch them play my hometown Rockhound boys uh, out, <laughs> out of Dr Pepper Stadium. Maybe it's us uh, being quarantined, but I feel like this has really been the uh, nostalgia-fueled remember what it was like before the pandemic episode. Oh, it's almost every episode. In fact, it's almost every conversation I have with anybody. Just, it, yeah, it is. <laughs> add a Frisco Rough Riders dollar beer night game to our list of things to do post-Hibachi. We'll go to, you yeah. come over, we'll go to a buffet for lunch, uh, we'll go out for Hibachi for dinner, and then we'll hit a, hit a Rough Riders game at, uh, in the evening. Yeah. Yeah, this podcast has also been us just talking about how good of friends we are and all the things we're going to do together. Yeah, but also um, <laughs> all the things that we haven't done, haven't been able to do. <laughs> yeah. You still got to yeah. come over and check out the house. Oh, man, I need to see it. I know. Um, it's, it's been hard because my house has been under lockdown. But and now mine has, <laughs> mine has been too now. <laughs> but, yeah. Hmm. Well, you've got me really thinking about jerseys. I, I, I really want some now. I know. I didn't really. Ins- the problem is they're just so insanely, stupidly expensive. <laughs> they really are. But um, yeah, I'm, I'm a fan. Uh, that I'm, I'm surprised we were able to get as much mileage out of that topic as we did. But I'm, that's mm-hmm. all I had to say about them. Yeah. Well, it's good you got mileage because my my topic is probably going to be very simple. Which <laughs> all right. is, um, I I bought myself, um. This thing, I don't know what you call it, but it's like a back roller. I, I have it nearby so I can show and tell with Zach. It's this oh is yeah, it like, like. A, just like a foam roller kind of. Yeah, foam roller. The the brand is Trigger Point. Not that I'm like necessarily trying to pimp them out, but sponsored like, by that's Trigger Point. <laughs> but um, that thing has actually been a game changer. It it uh, th- this has been a theme before. I, I've kind of talked about this on the show. Is I. I love when there's something that's advertised that lives up, actually lives up to what it's supposed to do. So, like, there's certain, like, stain removers or cleaners that actually feel like they work magic, and I love when that happens. 
And similarly with this, it's like, all right, like it seems like some kind of scam that like, I'm just going to like move my back on this thing. It's actually going to help. Um, but it, it's, it's truly been like, I haven't been able to be very active cause I've been sick. And when I'm not active, I get a lot of back pain. Yeah. Uh, and, and this is actually a thing that genuinely, well, first of all, I mean, I feel like I haven't been able to pop my back this well since I had like those high school desks. That oh for some yeah, reason, I you can, like put your arms behind them. And just crack <laughs> yeah, for some up reason that that would pop. Man, those things would pop my back. <laughs> like, like I always wish I just had one in my room. I could pop my yeah. back on. I don't know what it. I could like even spin myself in the perfect way to like. Oh. It would just snap like a thousand times. Uh, it felt incredible. That sounds so nice right now. <laughs> I could just, I'd be like tired of working. I'd go over to the high school desk and take a nap on that instead of my bed. (laughs) (laughs) But, um, but yeah, this thing, it not only does it, it pops your back really well, but also like it genuinely feels really good and removes pain. And Mm -hmm. and like I said, I'm not trying to just like, like, like plug this, especially because, you know, I advertise for a lot of brands that do not give us a single penny. Uh, but- <laughs> well, uh, any, any 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 brand or product or any organization we've ever mentioned falls under that category. I want to make it <laughs> yeah. clear that we've never earned any a single cent. In fact, we've wasted a great deal of money on this show, paying for subscriptions. <laughs> and I got to renew the we, we own a website that doesn't work, which I was going to actually do. That's on my to do list for during quarantine. Is I'm going to try to set up a website. So don't hold your breath. I'm not going to read the address until it's actually set up. But we own a domain name. For, we've owned it for a year. It's coming up now. We got it. I got an email that was like, "Hey, make sure you pay us so we keep it for you. Keep your name, website name for a year." And it's like, "Well, I, I've had it for a year. I haven't even touched it." So yeah, we, we if we don't, I want to make it clear we don't earn any money from this show. We spend a lot. So <laughs> it's very self indulgent. Uh, <laughs> but um, but yeah, just. That, that's about all. I, I I just wanted to keep it simple here today. It's just it's nice when you buy something that works, and and, and in this case, that was my. Uh, I'm I'm turning around if you see because I'm looking at it. It's my back roller. It's, it's very nice. It's right. I do it like every morning and night. It's nice. I like the idea of you. You're like, you're like talking to me about your foam roller, and as you turn around to look at it, it's just like your voice kind of just like fades away, and then you can't really hear what you're talking about. And then you decide to come back to the microphone because you're done looking at it like over and over and over again. This keeps happening throughout the episode. <laughs> I hope that I hope that audio trick that I did uh, with my mic yeah. works, or else I, I hope so too. <laughs> I'll just I'll fudge the audio and I'll make the volume levels change. Damn, I saw that trick shot though. How often do you <laughs> so? Uh, nobody else can see this but me, but Paul Paul just polished off a seltzer by leaning back in his chair and then like doing a thing where you know when you pour a beverage and the you you try to show off by holding the beverage way high above the container you're pouring it into. Just envision the container he's pouring it into is his own mouth as he held like a can of seltzer like a foot above his face and just like no scoped a stream of seltzer into his mouth. So is, do you do you finish every beer you drink with that move? God, I wish I was such that cool. a power no, I, play. <laughs> I've, I've done it before, but that's the kind of thing that like you do that in a jersey and it's escalated to like ten times as cool if you finish a beer that way. <laughs> that's right. I, ne- next time you show up, I'm probably gonna be wearing a jersey so I can be as cool as you on this show. Oh yeah, yeah, you, um, yeah. You get it in on it because find a cheap one. Maybe you're maybe a, a old eBay selling of your Fort Worth cats or something. Ooh, that's not a bad idea, actually. But. All right. Well, um, thank you to everyone who, who joined us. Um, I also want to say 
I don't know if this is a thing that we should maybe mention, but I'm I'm going to anyway. And then depending on Paul's facial reaction, I'll just cut it out if it's unnecessary. But um, uh, Stephen uh, reached out to us one time, and uh, he sent a bunch of stuff, uh, a bunch of random rants, which we appreciate. Stephen is one of the few people that I'm aware of, and if there's a there's more of you that uh, that uh, are out there, by all means, let us know. Steven's one of the few people who listen to the show that, that know neither me or Paul. We've never met this person. So um, it was very cool of them to reach out and send us a bunch of random rant ideas. And uh, he came back again and said uh, that he uh, showed his wife the podcast. And um, he also <laughs> he also apparently stole his friend's phone and subscribed to uh, our, the podcast <laughs> on his friend's phone, um, which is so cool. And we really appreciate it. He uh, he. We read his topic on episode fifty-seven, the last episode, which I believe was we talked about vehicle registration, which was submitted by Stephen. Oh yeah. And he um, he uh, came back, and I guess I should talk about this on the show where we we discussed. You know, Paul and I are both from Texas, so we talked about um, registering our cars in Texas and how that related to us. Well, apparently he lives in San Diego, um, and uh, <laughs> he said they don't check any safety things on our registration. We, we pay every year, and maybe every four years, they make you get a smog check. Typical California, am I right, folks? Yucca, yucca. But um, I added that. That was editorialization, by the way. <laughs> Steven didn't add that. Um, they plug in a $20 emission scanner, and uh, I had no clue that other states did brake checks and all that. Every year, I just go to the, my grocery store and pay maybe $300, and uh, his tags come out two seconds later. So it's absolutely bonkers that you can go to the grocery store and register your car, like get it inspected. That seems kind of screwed. Um, <laughs> we, we have to actually go to a registered body shop or something. My grocery store definitely yeah. is not capable of that. But um, because Steve – I, I wanted to bring this up because um, I just said that we've never made any money from the show. <laughs> Steven was so kind to send us $2 uh, for reading his topic on the show. And I want to bring this up because, first of all, <laughs> that was unnecessary, Steven, but we really, really appreciate it. I, actually, thank you a lot. That will, I'm going to put all that towards, um, that's going to cover, no joke, most of the, the domain name renewal uh, because apparently nobody really cares about the website we have, so it's not a high dollar. So I can, <laughs> I can say that a significant portion of the, the yearly renewal for the domain name we have uh, will be... Uh, funded by your donation, and I appreciate that. First of all, genuinely thank you. Second of all, um, now if you if every time we read your topic on the show and Jake, you're up, you owe us. We're, we're, our accounts receivable are coming at you for a two dollar donation. Um, <laughs> no, I don't think you should cut this. I think the listeners need to hear this. <laughs> it's, yeah, it's, right. it's an important... I got I got about halfway through it, and I was like, no, nah, this is staying in. Um, but, but really, though, thank you to everybody who, yeah, who supports you. us and who's been uh, reaching out to us via email, sending us the, the random rant topics and stuff, because um, that's routinely one of the better parts of the show, and it wouldn't be possible without you. Um, mm. I, you know, I, I was just going to add... We really do appreciate that, you know, the, the, first of all, thank you for sticking with us as we've been a little delayed in posting uh, the, the last couple episodes just in terms of, or our schedule's just gotten a little shifted with, uh, I mean, it was the holidays, and then right before we were, we were going to make everything right, and then we both got coronavirus and things just kind of went <laughs> yeah. to hell. Yeah. Uh, but <laughs> it was just unfortunate timing. But I just wanted to say, 
you know, we've been talking to him in between and really been looking forward to when we could get back into the group of this just because we, we really do enjoy doing this. And the reason we enjoy doing this is because um, of you guys listening and interacting with us. It's a lot of fun for us. So yeah, thank you guys. For sure. Well said. Uh, tell your friends about the show. You can find it on Spotify, iTunes, Overcast, SoundCloud, and for now, Google Play. Um, we'd ask that you uh, leave a rating and review on iTunes. I haven't checked that in like six months. So if you have, uh, I'll look it up after the show and I'll read it out on the show. But um, rating review on iTunes. We're on Twitter at Not All Bad Show. Like Steven or Jake, you can email us at notallbadshow at gmail.com. And um, we're glad to have you here. And this has been episode 58 of Not All Bad. I'm Zach Andrews. This is Paul Messman. Dance like nobody's watching. Rant like nobody's listening. <laughs>